what up and welcome back to the crypt a weekly podcast where i chris berardi and that one over the internet waves tanner sherlock talk about cryptids and how much we love them and see tanner my intro always starts good like i always have everything set until i get you to say your name and then i never know what to say after that uh it's you know one thing that i think would be smartest if you wrote stuff down and i don't mean like a script i mean i mean wrote like down a list of things you can say after my like my thing and you Mm -hmm. can just choose from that list every time you roll a d20 and (laughs) then you choose at based on that number you know no i think it's very on brand for our podcast if i start out by saying something very like professional sounding and then it divulges into gibberish um i'm not gonna argue with that i can't argue with that so i get you know what chris what you keep doing you you, you keep thank doing you, you tanner i will um You're last week you told me not to shave my head because it would look bad i shaved my head anyways and it looks iconic so you were wrong hey i said you can do whatever you want you're allowed to do whatever you want you're your own person i am it's true oh yeah um should we just start should we just like talk about the cryptid do you have any yeah yeah do you have any good intro bits no i well because i was like you know what (laughs) this to this episode we're just gonna go in we're just gonna do it we're just gonna talk about a cryptid it's been a long week uh classes are a mess people are a mess uh remind me to tell you something later okay about uh some stuff that we do in school um okay. yeah so no i'm just excited to talk about the cryptid because i really don't want to think about all the shit that i have to do that's so valid uh it's like not finals week but like the week before finals week i don't know things are all messed up because internet school zoom university is really screwing us over but uh (laughs) tanner and i are both a little stressed right now okay we're just gonna jump right into the cryptid why not that'll be a good episode yeah yeah because yeah (laughs) how it's so weird for us (laughs) to talk about a cryptid on a podcast about cryptid that's crazy wild absolutely wild crazy okay if we're just jumping right in um so i'm excited for this one this one has like very little information on what it is but some really cool sightings attached to it and then i have another kind of i've got like two obscure ones for you today hey chris yeah your mom is interesting i'm no we're not gonna keep doing this i'm gonna quit this podcast your mom is gonna quit this podcast my urge Uh, to just like hang up our audio call is so strong right now you know what the best part about this is my chair can rock so i'm just rocking in my chair and making your mom jokes oh that's the life dude that's the dream i hate you i really hate you your mom is wait tanner please your your, your mom your mom hates you we jumped right into the episode we're gonna talk yeah. about the cryptid please nah, can your you mom. go one episode without making your mom jokes i will pay you how much money i don't know man how much yeah do you exactly want? uh how much do i want um i'd be down for two thousand dollars but if you actually want to pay me then i'm cool with like five bucks i will literally give you five dollars if you go this whole episode without making your mom jokes 
Easy money. Okay, I'll do it. I can Best do that. Best $5 I'm ever going to spend. <laughs> you know, that's a little sad. But we have cryptids to talk about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Tanner, you know about the greys, right? Yeah, of course. The aliens, right? Tell us a little bit about the greys. Give us a little explanation. So, so aliens. The greys are... Uh, so, like, when you think of an alien, you probably think of those, like, aliens with giant heads and really skinny bodies. That's the idea of a grey. And according to some alien, like, lore from c- conspiracy theorists, they are biomechanical, like, like worker beings, like worker bees, for, like, a higher race. Some people say it's the Nordics. Others say it's the reptilians, I think. Um, but yeah, they're like the aliens that you think of when you think of aliens. They're very stereotypical and they're totally not a thing because that would be fucking ridiculous. Okay, so now that I've outed Tanner that he knows way too much about alien lore, let's get into the nah, cryptid. Nah, nah, don't, nah, don't worry. Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Please tell me that this had something to do with the cryptid. Right? It, it did, did right? it did. Okay, okay. It did uh, because we are going to be talking about the Dover Demon today which is an alien-esque cryptid that has been described similarly to the greys. So I wanted to give a little like background on the greys. So when we say the greys, people are like, what the fuck is that? And I I knew you knew about them, so I figured I'd get you to do it. I feel like I know about this one, but I don't remember if I do or not. Hmm. Well, let's get into it and we'll see if you remember anything. That was the transition music. Can that be our transition from now on? Can it? Can that clip of <laughs> that was the transition <laughs> music? Hallie, I need you to cut this out. Here, we'll get a clean take. <clears throat> that was Hallie, the transition music. No, 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 no. That no. That's the transition no, no, no. music from now on. So just put no. that into the episodes. I have to do it live every time. Well, no. What I was gonna say is you should do and then you every time you should say it. That was the transition music because that's funny. <laughs> Um, oh. but no, but we have, we have an episode to do. We have an episode oh to do. Oh my God. We're a mess. Have fun always. editing this, Hallie. <laughs> Hallie, you can leave all that in. It's fine. Um. Except for the parts where we name you by name, Hallie. Robbie. <laughs> Anyways. Hallie. Oh God. I didn't like that. I'm just was, like, fucking. Loud and in my ears and I wasn't expecting it. Sorry. 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 The Dover Demon is an alien-like cryptid with a watermelon-shaped head and the body of a lanky monkey. It has been described similarly to the greys, but has rosy orange skin instead of, well, you know, the grayish skin of the greys. While it is bipedal, it prefers to walk around on four legs. The Dover Demon has only one perceptible facial feature, its eyes, which sit in very large eye sockets and have been said to glow either orange or green. Okay. Either orange or green. Orange on orange, huh? It's not a great look, but hey. Did you just you hear know. my brother burping like 12 times in the background? No, very but I heard loudly. a door close. No, I heard a door close. Okay. Orange this on orange is isn't a good look. Glowing you know, orange eyes? Neither it's orange on green. Yeah, no, like orange eyes on orange skin isn't a good look, and neither is green on orange. No, neither are um, aesthetically pleasing to the eye. Yeah, it sounds ugly. Oof. 
The Dover Demon terrified Dover, Massachusetts for a short period of time in the 1970s, causing mass hysteria throughout the town. So without further ado, we're going to get into the sightings that caused the mass hysteria of the Dover Demon. Okay. The first one happened in 1977 on April 21st at 10.30 p.m., three teenagers... Uh, Bill Bartlett, Mike Mazica, what? They're all alliterative so far. Alliterative. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't even notice that. The last uh, is one the... isn't. Damn it. He's not real. <laughs> that would have been hella funny. That I'm not gonna amazing. lie. I would have cried if they were all alliterative. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Bill Bartlett, Mike Ma- Mazoka, and Andy Brody. Andy, you ruined it. Yeah, fuck you, Andy. Fuck you, Andy. You're just as bad as The Office Andy. Andy. Man, he's like the worst character in The Office. In the last season, yeah. He's like fine up until like they start making him shitty. And then he's just the worst. I actually... Like, yeah. No, he's just the... I just always think he's the worst. I never was a fan of Andy. You're a, you're a sourpuss. You, 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 are, you have bad opinions. You just said you don't like him. Yeah, in the last season. Other than that, I like like he's fine. He's a good character. I don't mind him. He's funny enough. That he's just really annoying to me. He's annoying. You can't tell me he's not annoying. I, it fascinates me what you find annoying because so many of the things that you watch and do. <laughs> oh boy. Anyways. Um, these three, these three boys, these three 17 year old boys who aren't all illiterate, nope, who don't all have alliterations in their names, were driving down Farm Street in Dover. Bartlett was behind the wheel of a Volkswagen when he spotted something creeping along a low wall with loose stones on the side of the road. At first, he thought it was a dog or a cat, but when his headlights shone at it, he realized it was like nothing he had ever seen before. The figure slowly turned its head and stared into the light. Unfortunately, neither of Bartlett's companions saw the creature, but and the sighting only lasted a few seconds, but it traumatized Bartlett pretty hard. As it does, you know. As it does. So, uh, freaked out by what he saw, like, there wasn't much he could do, so he dropped his friends off at their houses, and then he went home. When his dad saw him, he said he was visibly ups- upset and shaken and had asked and asked Bartlett what had happened. Bartlett described seeing a very creepy creature with gl- um, eyes like two orange marbles and skin that looked similar to rough sandpaper. He said that the creature had a baby's body with long arms and legs. Later that night, he made sketches of what he saw, and those sketches exist on the internet, and I'm now going to send it to you over Discord. Yay. I like pictures. And then um, we can get Hallie to work. Oh, work. We'll get get Hallie to work? Sorry. We'll get Hallie. It wasn't. It wouldn't let me send it. Like, Hallie doesn't work enough already. (laughs) Hallie is very helpful. We love Hallie. God damn it, every episode. Every single episode. It, yeah, because Hallie does a lot. Okay, well, I can't get this to send, which is really annoying. So give me a sec. I'm so sorry, Hallie. 
This is the oh, sketch that's creepy as hell. that Bartlett drew. Yeah, isn't that creepy as fuck? Yeah, that's really creepy. Describe it. Describe it. What do you think? What do you think of this bad boy? It's like like a a misshapen watermelon where like at the middle it tapers, right? Mm-hmm. Um like it looks like a gray with a weird ass mouth, uh, with long fingers, long limbs, and it crawls on all fours. Um I mean, it reminds me sort of of like a hairless like like um dog like a hairless like poorly fed dog you know um a little bit um but without ears and with the very round features it's a good sketch to be honest yeah honestly like i don't know what this dude did with his life but he could have been an artist yeah it's actually really good um yeah so yeah 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 okay we'll get into that later but yeah that's an interesting drawing later I don't know why I did the transition music again. I really don't. (laughs) The next sighting happened a few days later when around midnight, 15-year-old John Baxter left his girlfriend. Oh, my God. It's another alliteration name. Are you serious? His girlfriend, Kathy Cronin, which I didn't even realize while writing this. This is God tier. I love this so goddamn much. I want to write a story where every single character has an alliteration name. I'm not going to lie. Like, all of Marvel Comics characters pre, like, 1982? Yeah, basically. Almost every single D&D character I've written has an alliteration name, and then I went, no, I can't do this, and I changed it. Jesus Christ, Chris. So I love alliterations. Quirky. I know. I'm just teasing you. A tea. They're Anyways, fun. They're so fun. They're so fun. Teehee. Fuck you. <laughs> Baxter left his girlfriend's house on the south end of Miller High Road around midnight. Half an hour later, as he was walking home, he saw a figure approaching him. Because the figure was short, because the figure was short, Baxter assumed it was M.G. Bucard, a friend of his who lived on the same street. What the fuck? Isn't that a name? Like. That's yeah, a name. First of all, that. Second of all, you you see like a little alien. You're like, oh, that's just my good friend MJ or MG. Well, so you didn't let me get there yet because I stopped because you were making comments. But it was a no, really cloudy night. No, you made the comment. Night. What are you talking about? No, I just said he had a cool name. Yeah, that's and then you, you were all like, you see a you little alien yourself. figure, and you're immediately like, oh, look, it's you, my friend. You inter- you interrupted yourself. What are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know what's happening anymore. Where are we? Earth. Thank you. Um, the year is 2089. The year was 1980-something. Sorry. Um, how many John Mulaney references can we make in this podcast? I'll pay you $5 if you don't make any. Okay, I won't make any from now on because I've already made two. But from now on, I won't. Continuing on. The cryptid. I know. I know. I'm going. Baxter assumed it was his friend, M.G. Bucard, uh, because all he saw was a fig- uh, like a silhouette coming towards him, and he knew his friend lived on the same street. Baxter called out to the figure, but received no response. After that, he and the figure continued to approach each other until finally the figure came to a halt. Baxter once again came to a halt and called out to the figure, this time asking, like, who is that? Like, who are you? 
Because of the time of night and how overcast it was, Baxter couldn't make out anything besides the shadowy, shadowy silhouette. So he like had no idea who it was. He took a step forward trying to get a better look at the figure, but it scurried off to the left, running down into a shallow wooded gully and up the opposite bank. Baxter later described how he could hear the creature's footsteps crunching on the dry leaves as it ran away. He followed the figure down the slope, which, like, why? If I saw the creepy figure, I would not. Yeah, obviously, I you do not follow the fucking creepy ass little alien guy. You kidding me? You're, that's how you die. This fool is braver than I am. All I'll say. Fool indeed. <laughs> so he followed the creature, um, and stopped at the bottom of the gully, looking up at the creature. There, he got a better look at the silhouetted figure, um, and said that it had these feet that with like long toes that looked like they were molding around the rocks next to a tree that it was standing on he described the creature's body as a monkey's with a figure eight head which is similar to what um bartlett drew you know yes. the watermelon shape no, kind of no, looks like a figure eight no i see it yeah, yeah, yeah. i agree he described the eyes as two lighter spots in the middle of the head, staring straight at him. Realizing that he had never seen such a creature before and fearing what would happen next, Baxter carefully backed up the slope away from the creature and walked very fast down Farmer Street towards his home. Very fast. He didn't run. He just walked very fast. He uh, yeah, walked very fast. Yeah, that's what I said. Um... A couple passing by saw him and picked him up and drove him home. Like Bartlett, that's nice. after right, that's so nice. But also, mm-hmm. I, I guess like the seventies was a different time because if like some random couple at midnight offered me a ride home, especially after I saw that, I'd be like, uh, no. A different time, indeed. Maybe he knew them. I don't know. It didn't say. But Baxter also made a sketch of the creature. Which I will now send to you. Wow. Look at look at them. Everybody making fucking sketches. I know, right? Kids and these days very, they're drawing. They're like super similar. I I mean, well Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Interesting that they both feature rocks. Like they yeah. both feature the creature moving on rocks in some way. Yeah, um, and both of them have, like, very similar head shapes, body shapes, as well as, like, lanky arms with these, like, creepy long fingers. Yes. We will post both of these on our Instagram for you guys to check out. So, Mm. don't worry. You will get to see them, too. I'm sure you could probably look them up as well, but this guy is creepy. Indeed. The next night, around midnight, a 15-year-old girl named Abby Broadham saw the Dover Devil. This um, sighting had much less detail. It just said that she saw the creature standing upright next to a tree, looking very similar to Baxter's sighting. Hmm. I'm thinking Mm, about this. Okay. So those were the only sightings that happened of the Dover Devil. 
but it remains unexplained to this day. The locations of the sightings, when plotted, lay in a straight line that goes over two miles. And all of the sightings happened near water. Um, These sightings did cause mass hysteria in Dover, and people were pretty fearful of what this Dover demon was and what it would do. I would be. Sounds creepy as hell. Right? There was even a book uh, written about the Dover Demon by Sheila Hunter. It was a horror fiction book based on the sightings. Fun. I love horror, like, material based off of cryptids. I'm not a horror guy, but it's good stuff. Yeah, I think it's so fascinating. Um, Especially because I feel like a lot more, like, horror tropes and horror, like, monsters come based off of cryptids than people realize. And then, like we learned about them and i'm like oh man that's based on a cryptid that's so cool sure yeah you're right the mothman prophecies interesting movie doesn't have mothman in it but hey doesn't have mothman in it i mean yeah you're not wrong (laughs) it doesn't so that is all i have on the dover demon and then we are going to um switch over and talk about our next cryptid which i have like way less information on but yeah let's stop and i want to hear your thoughts on the dover demon first so to me the drawings and descriptions vaguely remind me of like a hairless like dog or cat like green glowing eyes like you know how like dogs and cats have like like reflective eyes in the like night um orange skin is just like maybe it was like pinkish hairless you know looks weird um sandpapery you know how like animals like that have a lot of like freckles and like stuff like that on their skin that, Maybe that doesn't you know describe the head sh- or like you know its body and its limbs and the head shape though malnourished and the head shape could be like a like um a like pit bull or like um like a weirdly shape like there are dogs with weird head shapes right so like that's my best idea like Even it kind of so- explain it but it'd still be weird as fuck their descriptions of like the limbs and like the fingers especially yes, just by yeah. like looking at the pictures like that doesn't look anything like a dog to me no you're right like the fingers are kind of what like makes it difficult for me too because i don't know what those would be other than think like long fingers um maybe like a trick in like the night but the fact that two or three people saw the same thing that's weird you know and it was on like a straight line two miles a straight line for two miles the sightings happened on it's weird it's very weird super weird oh god this is harder than i thought it was gonna be what trying to not make your mom jokes oh man that's so good oh i love that i'm so happy i'm making your life gonna be easy fuck (laughs) you oh fuck off okay so we're gonna transition into our next cryptid which oh god the noise you made the way you said that makes me very concerned and slightly sad what did i do to deserve this because you know i'm not gonna like this that's why you laughed like that okay we'll end here you know that'll be it for today we'll have a really short episode because tanner does want to hear another one that's not what i said just show us the goddamn fucking thing So the next cryptid we are going to be talking. Oh, wait, I didn't do transition music. 
transition music. The next cryptid we are going to be talking about is the Hopkinsville Goblins. Oh, I know about this one. <gasps> Tell this us about it, Tanner. It's the one that's kind of like, it's like an alien-ish thing, right? It's also a little alien-like. Yes. Um, I don't, it, is this the one where like they look out the window and they see it? Yes. Okay, I because yeah, I remember reading about this when I was like a young, like twelve maybe, thirteen. When you were a youth. Yeah, so when I was a youngin, so I I vaguely remember parts of it, but not everything. So re- refresh my memory, Chris. Okay, well they are also known as the Kelly Green Men. Yep. They have been described as being around three feet tall with upright pointed ears, thin limbs. Um, it said that their limbs were like so like thin that they almost looked like they were in a state of atrophy. They have long arms with claw-like hands or talons. The creatures were silvery in color or um, they thought they might have been wearing something metallic. Their movements on occasion seem to defy gravity with them floating above the ground or appearing in high places. They walked with swaying motions as if they were wading through water. I'm sorry. I'm stuck on that swaying motions thing. That's really weird. Yeah. So, like, you know, like, when you're, like, walking through water, you have to, like, walk slower and more, like, languid? Yes. That's how these guys walk. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. So there is a bunch of sightings that happened in Hopkinsville, Kentucky. Sick. The most significant one happened with a bunch of policemen and a state trooper who saw and heard them. They said they saw lights in the sky and noises on the same night. Interesting. In 1955, there were two families in a farmhouse that were constantly terrorized by these creatures. They would pop up in windows and at the doorway, but they never entered the house and they would wake up the children, um, causing them to have like hysterical frenzies. Okay. The families fled the farmhouse in the middle of the night to a local police station and Sheriff Russell Greenwell noted that they were visibly shaken. Well, I mean, duh. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. The families returned to the farmhouse with Sheriff Greenwell and 20 officers, yet the occurrences continued to happen. Police saw evidence of the struggle and damage to the house, as well as the strange lights and noises. Hmm. This is, like, I always like stuff like this because it's, like, interesting and it's, like, a big deal, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, 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 it's a commotion, you know what I mean? And that just, that makes it more fun. Yeah, this one like um like some of them are just like ooh one person was spooked, but this yeah. but <laughs> these green men really got rowdy in town. Exactly, and that's what makes it fun. Yeah, makes it cool. <laughs> makes it cool. There's actually a festival that's held in Kelly, Kentucky, annually called the Little Green Men Days Festival. Of course, there is. It normally happens in August every year, and this year will be the tenth anniversary. Though now I'm wondering if it's gonna happen or not, cause Rona. Kappa, lol. 
there's also a musical <laughs> called It Comes from Kentucky that Sam yeah, Sam Locke created it and put it on at the Annoyance Theater in Chicago. The musical uses puppets in the role of the Hopkinsville Goblins. Fun. I kind of want to see that. I want to see what that looks like, but you know. Right? I want to see this musical. Uh, I should have like looked to see if I could find video or something. Right. Um, there's also a Pokemon that's named after them or inspired by them, not named after Is them. Is it? Oh my god, it's the it, Oh my god, it's uh Oh my god, it starts with an S, right? It Come on, prove you're eyes. a nerd. You can do it. it huh? No, it has it has like it its name starts with an S. It has the diamond eyes, like the red thingy, and it's purple. Oh god. The hell is its name? It's generation one or two. <laughs> god. Show me this. Yeah, you're gonna yeah, yeah. I like it's not it's, it's not coming to you? Ah. No. Tanner, you're failing as a nerd. Fuck you, what's it called? Sableye. Damn it! <laughs> I am Did thinking you know of the right Pokemon, right? Huh? I'm trying to make sure I'm thinking of the right Pokemon. Look it up. Now we're going to have to post yeah, a picture yeah. of this Pokemon yeah, on our Instagram, yeah. too. I was right. I was thinking of Sableye. Yeah. <sighs> I was right with the S, too. Yeah, it's you were. You were close. Yeah, it's been too long since I played Pokemon. I used to know... At- I used to know over 500 Pokemon at one point in my life. You could do the whole Pokerap? No, I could not do the whole Pokerap, but I, because that was the first 150, first of all. And second of all, I was too young for that because the Pokerap came out when I was maybe not even born yet. So I knew the Pokerap at one point. Yeah, well, could you name fucking over 500 Pokemon? You could, I know you could only name 150 because that's all you knew, Chris. Did you know what? Fuck off, Tanner. You're not my this dad. ain't a Pokemon off. That ain't what we're here for. I'd fail anyway, because again, I do not remember most of them. That was I was young when that was the case. No, I feel that. I I feel like from the ages of like five to ten, I knew a lot about Pokemon, and then it all just left my brain. Yeah. I had books. It was a good time. It was a good time. I used to we used to play at swim meets. We would all play Pokemon. Wait, what do you mean? You would like 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 connect your DSs or your Game Boys, whatever. Um, no, we would all just be playing, and then we all had like all the trading cards and stuff. So we would like trade cards. Oh, and... got it. Mm-hmm. Like the magic ripoff that they made. Yeah, I mean, we all had our DSs too. Or no, it was definitely a Game Boy at that point. So we were all like playing Pokemon on our Game Boys and trading cards. Red, fire, red, and leaf green were so good. Yeah. They were. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Um, in Pathfinder, there's a type of goblin in the Bestiary Book 5 called the Hopkins that is based on the Hopkinsville goblins. That's and cool. um, they're described in the encounter. They're like, just, they're, oh my God, they're based on descriptions of the encounter. That's cool. That's sick. Yes. Pathfinder is a fun game. I like it. Right? I've actually never played Pathfinder, but I've heard it's fun. It is very rules heavy and it's mostly just D&D. Yeah. Um I <laughs> I was talking to my friend the other day and she was like, "Oh, I was talking to this boy on Bumble." And he was like, "Oh, what are you doing?" And we were playing D&D at the time and he's like, "Oh, are you playing 5e?" And she was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "I play Pathfinder. Why do you play D&D? Yeah. That's gross." Yeah, yeah. no. Like, no. 
I what? used to be that guy too because I I still think Pathfinder is like a better system than 4E cuz 4E is trash. Um 5E is better. I like 5E more than I like 4E. Yeah. Um I don't know whether I like like cuz okay. Thing is, right? Pathfinder is based off of 3.5, which was my favorite edition um because 4E sucked. And then 5th edition came out and was something different and I was into it. And so I haven't played Pathfinder in years because everybody just knows D&D 5e now. Right. So it's a good system. But I get that because I used to be that guy. I was like, you play 4e? Fuck you. 3.5 is better, first of all. And second of all, if you're going to play a game, then play Pathfinder because it's just new 3.5. Yeah. Well, no, I like playing 5e. And I've never played Pathfinder. I mean, I'd play it if someone was like running a game. But um, You'd pick I it up know very it's like, quickly. Huh? You'd pick it up very quickly because you basically know all the rules already. I'm sure. I've heard it is more rule heavy than 5e though. And I sort of okay. like how um, DMs can like play with the 5e rules to like, create their own story worlds and stuff. Um, No, yeah, like I, I, that was my problem with Pathfinder 2 is that because it's so rule heavy, like that's cool because it has a rule for a lot of things. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like it's just so much that you have to remember that it makes it like... Like, that game has, like, complicated, like, like civilization management and, like, also sailing mechanics, I believe, in yeah. one of the books. Which is just, like, why? Like, like I get it. It's good that you have those rules, but you're just, like, it's so much, man, you know? Yeah, I prefer, like, the ambiguity and, like, the, the like, ability to sort of, like, I don't know. I I, I don't homebrew. know. I like, just enjoy like the the, the free the rangeness of five e. Yeah, um, it's easier to homebrew because you're not like yeah, the exactly. things you can make won't be conflicting with the rules that it already exist. Usually. Yeah, and I like. I basically have only ever played in homebrew games. I mean, I've played I've played a few, um, like that are based in five e. But my the favorite games that I've been a part of have all been like homebrewed five e. I don't think I've ever been part of... No, I've been a part of one module. Anyway, this has nothing to do with the cryptid. Jesus yeah, we Christ. just went so off topic. <laughs> um, cryptid. Sableye. I mean, Hopkinsville Goblin? Hopkins. There you go. Sableye's the Pokemon. Yes. Um, That is all I have for you today, actually. Um, Also interesting... Uh, I mean... There's just less information on what it looks like, so it's harder to tell what it was, you know? Mm-hmm. Could have just been a few teens pulling a prank, you know? A few mm, kids pulling a prank. This seems like really... A lot. This doesn't seem, like, possible. I, I, I think your imagination limits you, and maybe San Francisco didn't provide you with enough pranks. Mind you, I've never really had pranks pulled on me or around me, but hey... Tanner, they would like appear in doorways and would like defy gravity and walk around. I don't know. It just it doesn't seem possible for a prank. No, it's a lot to take in. I get it. Smooth brain. <laughs> Did you just call me a smooth brain? Yes. That's not oh, how that ins. Oh, worse. Well, I mean, it's well, I mean, it's like. It's still an insult. Look, my brain smooths and wrinkles as it pleases. And right now, I have major wrinkle brain. So, oh, shush that's it. So, that's such a weird image. You're like brain like wrinkling and unwrinkling. 
like folding and unfolding because it's like something I stupid have... happens. Uh huh. And my brain just like whoosh, smooths out. It just <laughs> you it just, just like you just like go cross-eyed. It's like Chris, are you okay? You like you like don't speak. You're like speaking in tongues. It's like what's happening? It goes from like. It goes from like um like brain to to slip and slide. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm too amused by these visuals. I'm glad. Oh man. Um <laughs> Shut up. Just smooths out. Shut up. It's like when you have like a wrinkly carpet and someone like pulls it so it Chris. smooths out. But that's my brain. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. So, as you know, at the end of every episode, I ask Tanner on a scale of 1 to 10 how much he believes in the crypt we were talking about this week. So, Tanner, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you believe in the Dover Demon? Uh, okay, do I believe it's an alien? 1. Uh, do I believe that it was like a dog or some other thing? I'm sure it happened. Like something like that, like happened. Those sightings happened. It just wasn't a fucking alien or cryptid alien. So one. Lame. Oh god, it's just a couple more minutes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this one is like so unexplainable. Like I don't know how. Ugh, I don't know. This one's creepy. This one's weird, and it's they're creepy. both creepy. Oh, they're, they're both, both really creepy. Weird. Yeah. Um. The, I don't know, the Dover demon seems way more ominous, whereas the um, Hopkinsville goblins seem more mischievous to me. I get that. Yeah, I get that. Because the Dover demon is, like, weird and, like, walks on all fours and it's just, yeah, it's a weird image. Yeah. Uh, On a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you believe in the Hopkinsville goblins? Also a 1 like, it's less explainable, but I don't believe that, like, cryptid aliens came to Earth or whatever. Cryptid aliens came to Earth. They didn't. Cryptid aliens came to Earth. They, it was, <laughs> the guys who made Pathfinder just randomly, like, you know, like, you know what? Let's, let's stage a prank 20 years before our game is even a thought. Let's give and, ourselves uh, an origin story. <laughs> literally. No, no, no disagree oh uh chris on a scale of one to ten how much do you believe in the dover demon tanner what do you think my answer is i don't even know why i ask anymore (laughs) because the problem is again you never have reasons you just choose to believe okay so the dover demon 10 because it the descriptions of it and the sightings of it and like the sketches that witnesses made look nothing like a dog, look nothing like any creature I've ever seen in my entire life. Like there's no explainable reason for these things. So obviously I'm going to believe what I see in front of my eyes, which is that these are creepy, demonoid, alien cryptids. Sure. Whatever you want to think. Oh, and then on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you live in the sable eye? <laughs> You're failing this episode. Your brain no, just No, that was smoothed. on purpose. 
That was shut up. That was on purpose. That was Your a that was a fo- that was a folded brain joke. Okay. That was a smooth brain moment that you're trying to pass off as a folded brain joke. No, I'm not that dumb. It was a joke on purpose. These not guys, you, Chris. These guys, these little green men. Yeah. I honestly don't see a way to explain them. I don't see how it could have been a prank because of like the weird movements and the fact that they were terrorizing this house. Like if that was a prank, it would have to have involved so many people to try and pull it off that it just doesn't seem possible to me. So I'm going to go with their little green alien men. People also embellish stories all the time. And that's one of the main things that I like, like constantly like think about, you know? Okay. But this Tanner, like what, what, what part? Okay. What, what do you could think they have the, embellished? Right. If there's like creepy, small, pointed ears, gerblin looking things like coming out of their windows and terrorizing their children. Uh, they could have like maybe the goblins like didn't come exactly when the children were all frightened. Maybe like, I don't know. There's a lot of things you could like we're going in circles like you could have this argument all day. We have this argument all day. Okay. <laughs> Well, thanks everybody so much for listening to this episode of The Crypt. If you enjoyed it, please give us a a, a like, a review, a comment, a whatever you want on wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. I don't know. The other ones were on a lot of places. It's how podcasts work. If you enjoyed the show and you want to follow us on social media to get more uh, cryptidy bits, you can find us on Instagram at Cryptcast. We will be posting pictures of the uh, sketches that were done of the Dover Demon. Um, we also post, you know, little behind the scenes stuff of what Tanner and I or how Tanner and I record these episodes. You can find us on Twitter at Cryptcast2. You can find Tanner on Twitter at Sherlock Tanner. And you can Correct. find me on Twitter. What? Correct. Correct. I know your username. You can find me on Twitter at cryptidboy, crypto with K, boy with an I. Um, am I forgetting anything? Did I do it all? In- yeah, Instagram. Yep, you got everything. Nice. Um, well, until next time, your mama's a cryptid and creep it real, y'all. Ah! <laughs>